Friday, coming as Britain also announced dozens of new penalties that aim to add pressure on the Kremlin ahead of the two-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Reuters correspondent Diane Tao reports. In an interview with Reuters, Deputy U.S. Treasury Secretary Wally Adeyemo explained what the sanctions coming on Friday aim to do. Making sure that Russia can't get access to the goods they need to build the weapons that they want and also taking responsibility for slowing down Russia's access to the revenues they need to prop up their economy but also to build the weapons that they want going forward. U.S. President Joe Biden had earlier said major new sanctions were coming in response to the Ukraine invasion as well as the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, though Moscow has denied responsibility for what happened to him. Reuters correspondent Diane Tao, U.S. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is in Ukraine to try to reassure President Volodymyr Zelensky and other officials Congress will deliver U.S. aid, even as a package that would provide $60 billion is stalled in the U.S. House of Representatives. Schumer's surprise trip comes as Zelensky has said delays in aid from the U.S. and other Western countries are opening a door for Russian battlefield advances. Palestinians gathered outside Alaska Hospital on Friday and mourned their loved ones after an Israeli strike. Nearly 30,000 people have been confirmed killed in Gaza, according to health authorities, with thousands more feared dead under ruins. But the head of Palestinian militant group Hamas was in Egypt this week in the strongest sign in weeks that negotiations remain alive. Hamas is a U.S.-designated terrorist group. This is VOA News. Americans in the 2024 election year appear to be heading towards a rematch between U.S. President Joe Biden and his leading Republican challenger, former President Donald Trump. White House Bureau Chief Patsy Wadakwasara reports. Both candidates poll poorly and Trump is besieged by legal woes. Both are seen as too old. Although polls show more Americans worry about Biden, who is 81 on Election Day, compared with Trump, who would be 78. Why is there no other choice? Clifford Young, president of EPSA's Public Affairs in the U.S. Trump, he is the champion of grievance, uh, really connected with his base on that specific uh, dimension. And when it comes to Biden, he is the only candidate that Democrats see that can actually defeat Trump. So unless one drops out and the party scrambles to nominate a replacement during the convention, Americans are pretty much left with these two choices. Patsy Widagoswara, Viewing News, Washington. Argentina's libertarian leader Javier Malay on Friday hosted U.S. top diplomat Antony Blinken, the most senior U.S. official to visit Argentina since Malay took office in December, pledging a shock therapy to stabilize the country's embattled economy. Asked at the start of the meeting at the presidential palace what his message was for the United States, Malay replied that Argentina has decided to return to the side of the West, to the side of progress, democracy, and above all, freedom. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said at the news conference later that Washington sees extraordinary investment opportunities in Argentina. U.S. telecom giant AT&T is apologizing for a cellular outage on Thursday that knocked out service to tens of thousands of American customers. AP correspondent Jennifer King reports. The Dallas-based company says the outage appeared to be the result of human error in coding while it was expanding its network, not a malicious cyber attack. 
Outage tracker down detector noted the outages began around 3.30 a.m. Eastern Time Thursday and peaked at around 73,000 reported incidents. The outage led to some self-congratulation among Americans who maintain landline phones in their offices and households, but according to 2022 estimates from the National Center for Health Statistics, 73 percent of American adults live in households where there are only wireless phones. I'm Jennifer King. Angry farmers are back to Paris on their tractors on the eve of a major agricultural fair in the French capital and a new protest demanding more government support and simpler regulations. Dozens of tractors drove peacefully into a neighborhood on the capital's west side on Friday, carrying flags from the farmers union that staged the protest. Find more online on our website, voanews.com. I'm Joe Ramsey. VOA News. Music now. VOA 1.